Welcome to Green Beans, where two boys dressed in green sit on beans and chat about life. I'm your host, Jared, and with me is Ethan, my co-host and brother. Yo, yo! And back at it again with another episode. And once again, if you're watching the YouTube version, you might notice things look a little different again. Yeah, we... uh... We've been experimenting over the past few weeks with our setup, so yeah, we're we're trying to find something that we're comfortable with, something that uh, works better. So yeah, we won't really want to give everybody the best visual and audio experience possible. So it's gonna be epic. Yeah, we got a bit of a new setup here. Got a dinosaur on display that may or may not have relevance later. I don't know. Stay tuned to find out. So, yeah, let's start our discussion with things that happened recently. Yeah. Today, I went for a run, as I usually do. I'm a big runner. And recently, I've been uh, training for a half marathon. So, that's that's a lot of distance running. Yeah. But today, I decided to switch it up a little bit and do a track workout. Okay. It hurt. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? So I did mile repeats for three miles. Okay. Uh, with two-minute rest in between. Okay. And I was aiming to do it at like a seven-minute pace, a seven-minute mile. I don't, I don't know what that is in miles per hour. It's something. <laughs> yeah. uh, wait. Let's see if I can do the math. Uh, No, I can't. Seven minute mile, which is a pretty solid pace. And then I accidentally ended up going too fast. Mm. So I did a 6.30 for the first two. And then the last one I did seven because I was tired. Yeah. And then I did some core. So nice. yeah, that, that was my workout today. Um, and it was kind of nice to get some a little faster runs in because my long runs are eight plus miles of a pretty slow pace. I can't run very fast for that long, obviously. Yeah. So but it was yeah, it was nice to get a good fast workout in. Cool. Well, for me, I mean, I didn't have a crazy eventful week. Uh in Vermont where we live, you know, we have our big lake, Lake Champlain, and then there is a uh big i don't even know what to call it the causeway um that's what it is a causeway okay well yeah we there's a big causeway and um you can like bike down it and then there's like a little ferry you can take to get to the other side um so i went biking there uh and i also went for a hike the other day actually i think that was just yesterday i went for a hike um so yeah, but then also uh, our family is getting rid of, like, our swing set in our backyard. Yeah. So the story with that is we've had this swing set for, like, 10, maybe 15 years. We've had it. Yeah, four, 14 or 15 years. We've had it for a really long time. Yeah. And we used to use it a lot when we were kids. But we're not kids anymore. And we have a, a little brother who's yeah. seven. But he doesn't really use it anymore either. Yeah. So it's just taking up space and rotting. Mm-hmm. So we decided to get rid of it. 
and we basically finished today. It was like a two-day process of, you know, chainsawing the wood, which was super fun. Yeah. And, yeah, getting rid of all that rotting, bug-infested bleh. Yeah, I uh, definitely made some good memories in the past with that, especially, like, I remember there was this section, like, behind the swing set or to the side of it where there was like a it was just dirt there wasn't any grass and then there were like handles there and i remember whenever it rained we would go out there when we were little and it was like super muddy and we would grab onto the handles and like do little tricks in the mud oh i do remember that yeah yeah that was that was always super fun and then we'd have to go back inside all muddy and like yeah wash off but yeah, definitely uh, have not had as much fun with it in recent years, and it's I mean, all rotten now. So yeah, there's not really as old teenagers and young adults. There's not really much we can do with it. Yeah, like it's it's meant for people half our size. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm really glad we're getting rid of it. You know, the backyard, if we clear it up of all the junk that like you know we obviously don't mow the lawn under it or what whatever but yeah once we get all the junk out of the way and make it look nice again we'll just have so much more open yard to yeah absolutely do stuff yeah but i got to use a chainsaw the first time ever this morning to help cut that down and that was a lot of fun and yeah, I was disappointed. I wanted to use the chainsaw a bit more, but obviously you shouldn't just use it willy-nilly because that's not safe, but it was fun. Yeah, we did get to cut the big platform you stand on in half. So Yeah, that was epic. So at least there's that. Yeah, But then, uh, yeah, I guess we can sort of move on, and uh, I think probably we could touch back on sort of running, and maybe you want to talk about your history with uh, running. Yeah, yeah. So I did cross country all through high school and middle school. I started in sixth grade. So if I started in sixth grade, how old was I in sixth grade? Like 11? 11 or 12, I think. I I was 11. Yeah. So I started running when I was 11, and I'm 19 (laughs) now. So I've been doing it for eight years. Um, And yeah, so I... Obviously, I wasn't very good to start out. Um, I barely run a mile, which for some people, that's a good feat, which props to you. If you can do a mile, that's great. Um, But cross country is intense (laughs) because in middle school, you didn't run a mile. You ran like a mile and a half. Yeah. Oh, I know. Big, Big jumps there. Mile and a half. So, yeah, we... And I trained all through middle school, and it was, I actually, I got a lot better in eighth grade. Eighth grade is when, like, puberty, like, punched me in the face, and then I got, suddenly got older, um, Mm -hmm. and I had the body of someone who was a lot older than me, so I was kind of ahead because I was an early bloomer with that whole puberty thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Because I also did uh, track, so I did cross country and track. And in middle school, I was a sprinter in track. Mm-hmm. And I was really good at it, too. I, like, eighth grade, I 
won first place yeah. in the 100 and 200 a lot. Um, but then in high school, when I did track, I ended up pulling and tearing my hamstring two years in a row. So Ooh. freshman year, pulled my hamstring. Sophomore year, I completely tore it. And so I was like, yeah, sprinting, I, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, which was unfortunate because you were good at it. I, w- I was fantastic. I was, I was an Olympic level, I swear. No. <laughs> totally. I was good for a middle schooler, but. You, you could know. school Usain Bolt. Easily, yeah. What's his world record? Like nine some point something second, 100? Yeah. I, I can run 100 meters in at least eight. Mm. Eight seconds. Uh, but yeah, so later into my high school um, career, I stopped doing sprinting and just focused on long distance because it was kind of like long distance in the fall, sprinting in the spring. And I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll just do distance year round. So that's what I started doing. Uh, I was doing, I st- I didn't do like the long, long events in track, which a long event in track is like the 3,000. That's yeah. three kilometers around two point something miles. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's just under two miles. Yeah. It's 200 meters less than two miles because yeah. two miles is 3,200 meters. Yeah, because I think one kilometer is like 0.6 ish miles i just remember one mile is 1600 meters okay that's four laps around the track and one kilometer is obviously 1000 meters mm-hmm. so i didn't do any of that because i was like i'll save the 5ks for the fall in the spring i'll do like mid distance the one mile the 800 and the 400 i also got very good at the 400 mm-hmm um, and it, it was actually my last race ever because I didn't get a track season senior year. So this is my junior year, my last race ever in the 400. I like my PR was somewhere around 57, which is, a, it's a good time. That's a good time Yeah. for a 400. You're running around a, the track one time. Yeah. It's a full loop and doing it, um, anything under a minute is good that's really good yeah and so this is my last race and i was going against uh a kid who his pr was like 56 i was like i really want to beat him i want to beat him so bad yeah pr means personal record by the way oh (laughs) yeah sorry if i didn't clarify yeah pr is personal record so he he had me by a second i was like i i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna crush it i'm gonna destroy his pr and so the race starts and we're racing and I, I don't know. I just felt amazing. Like I almost sprinted that entire race. Yeah. And then I guess what time I got. I, I don't know if you actually know or not. I don't, I, I, I have no memory of this. So I'm going to guess 50. I'm going to guess you tied him 56 seconds. 53. Oh, seconds. dang. That was the best race I've ever done in the 400. I thought my legs were going to fall off after. Yeah, and I mean, like, for people who aren't really familiar with, like, racing and stuff, you might think, like, oh, that's just a couple seconds. That's not a big deal. But, like, in, like, sprinting races or, like, shorter races, like, 
seconds like can make a huge difference in our like if you can improve your time by a second that's like really significant yeah, and good. Like, let's think about the 100 that's the shortest race you can do in a track and yeah, field. 100 meter dash um and the faster you go the like if someone does a 10 second 100 meter that's olympic level yeah an 11 second 100 meter is also really good but the distance between the two people between 11 and 10 seconds is several paces like yeah it's a long distance between the two and that's in a sprinting event where you know the faster you go it's i don't i don't know how to explain it exactly but the difference between like let's say you run a mile in half an hour compared to how you run a mile in 15 minutes like that's you're going double the speed yeah but if you run a mile in 10 minutes compared to five minutes like though that's also double the speed but it's a different margin yeah yeah i get what you're saying like I, think, I, I, I don't think know how to explain it. I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't yeah, know how to explain it's, it. Hopefully, it's, people listening no, will I'm, also I'm, understand. I don't know. I'm probably confusing the heck out of Maybe everyone. Maybe ju- we just got our brotherly connection, so yeah, we I, understand I feel like and it's exponential else in how it changes the faster you go. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I think I might know. So, like, since the total time is so small, the one second is a very large fraction of the total time yes whereas like if you were running like let's say you were running like two miles and you did that in 15 minutes and then you versus somebody else who ran it in 14 minutes and 59 seconds you're very close even though there was a one second different like it was just a one second difference so you were very close but if you're sprinting the 100 meter dash and one person does it in 11 seconds and the next person does it in 10 seconds still the same difference but it's sign it's like way different because out of the total amount of time that's a much larger fraction of it yeah so hopefully that makes sense to yeah. people <laughs> we, we might have just confused ourselves and everyone else but you know. yeah um what was i originally trying to say uh okay so i pr'd by like three or four seconds yeah which is big a- deal big deal for me and that was the last race I ever ran, because uh, then, well, actually, I did the four by four after that and injured myself. But that's that's we don't talk about that. Um, yeah, and then I didn't get a track season senior year because of Corona. Because of Miss Rona, she's so mean. Mm. Um, but yeah, so after the pandemic started, and this is when I was like focusing on distance because my senior year was the best year I did cross country. Um, so that, that was the fastest I ran doing five K's in cross country. I think my PR was like 1830, which my previous PR was like a minute slower. Yeah. And for like a, so a five K is it's like 3.1 miles about. Yeah. 3.1. Yeah. And so running like, three a little over three miles in 18 minutes like that's pretty much sticking with like a about a six minute pace each mile yeah which keeping consistent is very difficult even just running one mile that fast you have to train insanely hard for so 
not to flex or anything. No. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm very willing to praise you for how good you are at running because like, um, I'm sure we'll touch more on it a bit later, but I also did cross country and I was nowhere near as good as you. And like my just running one mile, my timed mile, my personal record for just one mile is six and a half minutes. That's a good time though. Yeah. But you were able to stick faster than that time for three miles. (laughs) I will say the course that I did it on was purposely built like easy like they chose trails that mm-hmm. were not very hilly okay to purposely give people faster times like huh. on a difficult course that had a lot of hills i was doing closer to 19 yeah yeah 30 or low. makes sense it's sometimes if i was like i'd get above 20 as well mm-hmm. um it all depended on a lot of different factors you know course weather uh it, diet stuff like that yeah there's a lot of things that went into how you did on your race so the course i pr'd on was a fast course and i remember the first mile i checked my watch because i i would keep track of my pace yeah that's very common for cross country i did that as well yeah and it was sub six and i was like oh my gosh how am I going to keep this up? I'm cruising and I, I'm going to die. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, I did slow down because if I was doing sub six the whole time, I would have done a sub 18, but, um, yeah. So, cause six times three is 18. That so is I did slow down a little bit, which it, most runners that happens, you know, yeah. you have a good first mile and then, after that, it's like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was the best race I did in senior year. And then I actually, when the pandemic hit, I didn't run for a few months. Actually, hold on. Let me, let me remember this. So okay. I got injured in the winter because I was going to the gym. I was trying to also run at the same time, but I I was doing like two, three miles. So not like insane mileage. So I was running, going to the gym. I hurt myself. I dislocated my shoulder again because that's a thing I do. Yep. And so I stopped running for a while. Pandemic hit and I just didn't really start back up again until college. So that was a good like I feel like it wasn't quite six months. It was, it was definitely less than six months. I might be remembering it wrong, but there it was, was a, a decent chunk of time. There, there were a few months where I was not running, and so starting back up in college, I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm out of shape. Like I, I can barely run two miles." Mm-hmm. Which I mean. That that's out of shape for a cross country runner. For a lot of people, if you can run two miles, that's amazing, and yeah, you that would mean you are in shape. But just compared to where you have been at, compared compared to how I used to be, I was very out of shape. Yeah. Um, so I had to get back into it, and I knew that I had a half marathon coming up. Originally, I wanted to do it at the end of senior year. Uh, it was it's a half marathon relay with my one of my friends 
Uh, so we were going to do the full marathon, but like split it into two. So he did half, I did half. Yeah. Um, we're going to do that senior year, but then obviously that got canceled. So we're going to plan on doing it spring of 2021, Mm -hmm. but then got postponed to fall of 2021. All right. So I, I was training for the spring through, uh, I started training in the fall, got, pretty good didn't really run during the winter because you guessed it i hurt myself again mm-hmm. i didn't run in the fall no i did run in the fall i didn't run in the winter so i had to get back into it in the spring and yeah that's where i am now i have been doing not much speed work a lot of distance so i can run 13 point something miles 13 point Two, three. Point three, right? Something like that. Which, right now, I probably could do. I haven't yet. I've been slowly building up my mileage, I think. Yeah. The farthest I've gone so far is like nine, nine and a half. So, yeah, it's it's a very different training style. Wait, how far is a marathon? Is it 26 point... Is it point two? I think it's point two. Okay, twenty six point four. I think. Fact check. Google it. Fact check. I'm pretty sure it's twenty six point two, which would make a half marathon thirteen point one miles. Um, Bear with us, Ethan's googling it. Twenty six point two. I was right. Let's go. So thirteen point one is the half marathon, which I I have run that distance before, not in a race. Mm-hmm. So once I'm back into it, I'll be ready to race. But it's it's really been hard because I I don't have a cross-country team to train with. I have a running club at college, which is nice, but because of pandemic, I had to work. it worked a little differently. So, yeah, I, most of my training has been independent, and it is a lot harder that yeah. way. I, I definitely – uh yeah running with a team is is just like a whole different experience than running by yourself but is is there a reason that you chose well i'm sure there is but what what's your reasoning for choosing to do just like a non-competitive running club at college rather than being on the college cross-country team because the cross-country team is competitive as heck and also you need to be insanely good so they do 10Ks, and you have to, and yeah, you have to do... Which is, like, 6.2-ish miles. Yeah. And you have to do 10Ks at, like, insane paces, like, sub-40 minutes. So, wow. okay, okay. You have to be doing, like... <laughs> I remember a commentary where someone was like, oh, the first mile of the 10K, this guy went, did, like, a 5.25 minute mile oh that's way too slow and i was like what the heck i'm, I'm not gonna do that it's, they're extremely competitive and you actually have to try out it's not like high school where oh wow it is anyone can do it like it's competitive and difficult and for like the elite people and i'm not good enough to do it and i don't want to be very competitive anymore mm-hmm. uh that makes sense I'm kind of done with competitive running. I just want to yeah. do it to stay in shape. Something that you just said that was kind of... So, 
I I do you know theater and drama and all of that and all the time like we and so when we have a show we have an audition for the show um, and to determine like what sort of role you get and I'm so used like so many people just call it tryouts and I always have to correct people like no it's an audition it's a different thing <laughs> um, and so when I was when you were just talking now and you said tryouts referring to cross country I was about to jump in and correct you and be like uh, audition and then I was wait nope this time it is a tryout it yeah it's it's a legit tryout but, I'm gonna audition for the soccer team <laughs> I mean there's a I don't know if anybody's seen the TV show Glee but there's uh, one of the members of the Glee club uh, whose name is Kurt who's um and he is a very like dramatic guy and he like was audition or he he was trying out for the football team but he showed up <laughs> and he was like this is my audition for kicker <laughs> um and it was funny but yeah i guess we now we can sort of talk about my experience with cross country yeah because i i kind of pulled you into it I yes like. yeah so um my first year doing cross country was the same as yours sixth grade um, and you were a freshman in high school when I was in sixth grade, uh, and cross country wasn't really something I knew much about. Um, everything I knew about it came just through you, uh, mm -hmm. and yeah, and I don't really remember why. I think I don't know why I decided to do it in sixth grade. I don't know if you encouraged me to do it or if um. I just wanted to do it because then we would have a common interest or something. I don't remember why I chose to do it. But in sixth grade, um, I decided to do cross country, which I had, um, which was my first time ever, like, running competitively. And, re well, I mean, kind of running at all. I mean, I did, like, rec soccer when I was, like, younger. But, you know, soccer is just, like, sprinting back and forth a bunch. It's not, like, really long distance. Um and yeah, my sixth grade year of cross country, I was really bad. <laughs> and like I, during our practices, I would just like walk all the time because like we would be running and I would just get too tired that I couldn't run anymore. So I had to walk a bunch. And then even like during our races, like during our actual cross country meets, which were usually about a mile and a half, sometimes closer to two miles, uh, even during those as well, like I would have to stop and walk during our races all the time. And luckily I did like meet a friend on the team and we like stuck together for um, practices and races because he was very similar uh, skill level to me. But yeah, I was quite bad sixth grade and I believe the only race that I ran the entire time with no stops the entire season was the state championship. I do. I remember uh, watching your state championship, and yeah, you did a really good job. Uh, I remember your final sprint at the end was like you were a powerhouse, just blowing past people. It was great. Yeah, and that was that was the first time I had ever completed a race without stopping to walk, and that felt really good. But then my seventh grade year, the next year, I decided not to do cross country because I, uh, I don't know, I just what I didn't love it sixth grade. And yeah, it, it just, I, I wasn't that good at it and I just thought it wasn't really for me. So I decided not to do it in seventh grade. Um, but then come to eighth grade, then uh, is when you were talking about, cause you know, obviously I was, I was just going into eighth grade, but after eighth grade is ninth grade. 
and you were talking about how like you really wanted to be on the same cross country team as me uh when i was a freshman and you were a senior because that was the one year we will we were ever in the same school uh and it was so it was our only chance to be on the same cross country team and you obviously are a big cross country guy uh and you wanted to be on the team with me because you thought that would be cool so i thought that i would do cross country in eighth grade so then that would help prepare me for doing it freshman year um and i uh but then there it was very different uh eighth grade my skill level because i actually decided to prepare over the summer for the season um, because, Big brain. Yeah, because cross country is a fall sport, and I got this app. Uh, I think it was called like Couch to Five K or something, and it like over the course of like I don't know, like a month and a half, two months, you like do runs, and it like builds you up, and you, it has you do them in segments. So it's like at the beginning, it's real slow. I don't remember exactly, but it's like run for like one minute and then walk for two minutes and then run for one minute and then walk for two minutes. And then it just gradually like every run you do more running and less walking until eventually at the end you're running for like 40 minutes. Um, and that, that really helps me uh, prepare over the summer. So then once the season started, I mean, I still wasn't good, but I was not bad anymore. And I was able to run during our practices without stopping to walk. And I was able to, run every race of the season without stopping to walk which felt great and I was I was pretty like average uh so like I would normally place if there were like a hundred people at a race I would place like in the 50s so I was I was pretty mid-tier my eighth grade year and that but and, and this was still doing like usually about mile and a half to two mile races which is yeah. less than the high school races and then Going into freshman year, I was kind of intimidated because, yeah. like, it's quite a big jump. It's pretty much doing, like, double the distance yeah, for your I, races I remember, in high school. I, th- I feel like most freshmen are pretty intimidated. They're like, oh, my goodness, I have to run a lot longer. I remember yeah. thinking the same thing. And our uh, cross-country coach gave me, like, a summer running plan, and it was like day one, run four miles. And I was like, uh, and then like towards the end, like towards the end of the summer, it had you running, like going on 10 mile runs. Oh yeah. His, his plan was like basically for varsity, but he gave it to everyone. Yeah. So I got that, uh, running plan and I was like, well, crap. Um, this is good. Uh, I'm gonna have to modify this a lot, and and I did. I was not able to do that. I mean, towards the like mid to end of summer, I was I did go on some like five to six mile runs, um, which was obviously really great improvement from where I was at in sixth grade. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, I I gradually worked up through the summer, and I think that our coach thought that I would be better than I was because obviously you're on varsity or you were on varsity and you're like a really fast runner and I'm your brother. He doesn't know me, but he just sort of assumed that I would also be a fast runner. And I remember our first cross country uh, race of the preseason or not our race, our first cross country practice of the preseason. Like I showed up and there were like two options. There was one path that where you would go like, it was like five or six miles. And then the other one, it was like nine miles. And he was like, oh, Jared, are you going to go with the nine mile one or do? Uh, and I was like, <laughs> nope, nope. I'll be the I'm going to stick with that uh, shorter one there. And even the shorter one was difficult for me. Um, but yeah. And then 
I I did okay that freshman year, but I did have a lot of fun being on the team. And oh yeah, the team yeah. dynamics of cross country is just absolutely absurd. Like <laughs> yeah, we goof most, around. We have most fun. people don't take it seriously. I mean, a lot of people race seriously, but practices are just. Yeah, we goof around, do really dumb stuff. Yeah, I had a lot of fun being on the team, uh, but then like my my pe- my personal record was I believe around twenty four minutes for a five k, which obviously is significantly slower than you were, and it was kind of ironic because for like a really long time, you know, we keep mentioning how Ethan kept getting injured, and for a really long time, it was like every sports season you do, you get some sort of injury. Oh, but, yeah, that was, like, consistent for two or three but years. But then your senior year cross-country season, you didn't get any bad injuries. <gasps> so then, That's right, I didn't. Obviously, since you weren't getting an injury, I had to. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that race where I PR'd, I also, like, I don't know, I don't remember what I did. I sprained my hip. Um, I don't remember exactly. I pulled something in my hip. And I was out of the season for a couple weeks, and I had to do some exercises and work a lot of work with the, our school's personal trainer uh, to get back into it. But yeah, that was kind of ironic since the, finally Ethan's not getting injured. Oh well, now Jared's injured. Yeah, so, someone's got to do it, man. That's true, I guess. So yeah, that's sort of my experience. Well, I guess uh, yeah. So I and then I finished last year or two years ago, I guess now, or year, whatever. The end of the fresh, my freshman year and your senior year uh, was my last time doing cross-country because, you know, cross-country is just not for me. Like, now I've done it for three years. I appreciate it as a sport, and I have great respect t- to everybody who does it and is good at it because I understand how difficult it is. But, yeah, running sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I do not like running, and... Like, every once in a while, I'll come back to, like, running, and I'll be like, mm, you know, maybe I should start running again. And then I'll, like, run two miles and be like, yep, nope, now I remember why I stopped. Yeah, even for people who run regularly, it sucks. Yeah, and, like, there's this, like, common, like, there's this classic saying that, like, cross-country players will say to other sports players. Wait, that's like cross-country... Excuse me, we're not cross-country players. We're cross-country we runners. Okay, cross-country runners <laughs> will say to like other sports players, and they'll be like, oh, your punishment is our practice. Yeah, yep. And that's very yep. accurate. Because um, like, that's like, you know, if the football team like is screwing around or whatever, and the coach gets mad at them, like, oh, run laps. But that's just our practice, running. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so my last year, you know, it's the summer right now, and I'm going into my junior year at high school. So last year was my sophomore year, and I did not do cross country my sophomore year because, you know, we were on the same team. I feel like that year was fun, and that's a great way to leave it off and never do it again. Yeah, definitely. Like some people send their kids to cross country to stay in shape, like some parents. Um, yeah. And other people just want to run. Like, Cross country is one of, also one of the few sports where you don't have to try out for it. You just, it's a walk-on sport, really. Yeah, because that that's also something that I did like about cross country, whereas, like I mentioned, I used to play soccer when I was a lot younger. Uh, and I, I'm not a huge fan of team sports just because, like, 
I don't know. I guess I'm sort of self-conscious, but I just feel like um, if I mess up, I'm letting everybody down. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. Yeah, way and like it. so, I feel like there's so much more pressure with a team sport. Whereas if you're doing a like individual competing sport like cross country, the only person you're competing against is yourself. And you just, I mean, obviously, if you're like really high, super fast varsity, then you might be trying to like compete and win the race. But in general, like there's like tens if not hundreds of people competing in races and there's only going to be one person that wins so most of the people there are just sort of trying to maybe they have like a rival on another team they want to beat or they want to beat their own personal record or they want to do whatever but there's a lot less pressure on it because if I have a bad race during cross country then that's unfortunate and I'll be disappointed but I'm just disappointed in myself like nobody else is going to be disappointed yeah like JV cross country, I don't want to like be mean about it, but they're just running for fun. In general, yeah. In general, because varsity, so varsity and JV run separately. Yeah. And the varsity races are actually scored, and how the point system works is like how you place, you accumulate a certain number of points, and so mm -hmm. it's like golf where you want the least amount of points. Yeah. And so if you pass someone, then you, you'll get less points. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, varsity was – that's how it was competitive. It, they wanted you to pass people mm -hmm. and run faster. But even running varsity, I was like, okay, uh, I'll run. If someone passes me, oh, well. Yeah, I will say, like, even though I'm – no longer doing cross country just the fact that i did cross country ha makes me just like at a default in more shape w like because if if you just take any random person who like doesn't run and say oh go run two miles right now chances are they're not going to be able to unless they're like just happen to be really fit but in general i'd say the average person can't just go run two miles but if you told me just hey go run two miles even when I'm out of shape, I can do it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be slow, but I can do it because just doing cross country for that long, like I was able to just build up endurance and now I just have that. I mean, I'm sure if I go super long, like years and years without running, I'm sure that'll fade away. But at least for now, like if I had to go run two miles right now, I could. Yeah. But, and you also understand like what it feels like to run. Yeah. And how to pace myself, to, know my limits. Yeah. So you you're you're familiar with it, which you're able to make adjustments while you run, when you're out of shape. I know when, when I'm, out of shape, air quotes, uh, and I go on a run, like. I pace myself to what I think I'm able to do, and if that's too fast, I just slow down. And if it's too slow, well, I just maintain it because I don't want to kill myself <laughs> and go fast. Yeah. All right, so uh, do you want to maybe hit us up with your dinosaur fact now? Oh, my dinosaur fact? Of course. I love dinosaurs. So my dinosaur fact today has to do with my good old friend, the Dilophosaurus. Now, if you don't know what a Dilophosaurus is, it is a – think about the dinosaur from Jurassic Park with the frill and spit poison. And if you haven't seen Jurassic Park, then Google Dilophosaurus. Uh and my, my fact is, I, I hope most people would know it, but if you don't, listen up. Um, oh, I, di I didn't even do the intro for it. Nope. Uh, welcome to Ethan's Fossil Facts. 
with <laughs> that, that was really lame. I know. Um, here, you want me to do it better? Okay. No. Wow. That, that was that was my thing. Wow, you faked us out. I know. So Dilophosaurus. It's, fun fact about myself: it is my favorite dinosaur. I love Dilophosaurus, although. Jurassic Park Dilophosaurus is not accurate. Let me tell you why. First off, Dilophosaurus, there's no evidence that it had a frill. Wow. That's disappointing because, like, the classic thing of the Dilophosaurus is that it has a frill. Yeah, that's a feature that was inspired by the currently living frilled lizard. Mm -hmm. Hence, in the name, it has frill because, you know. For the lizard. So that was inspired by a real life animal. And the spitting poison was also not a thing. There's no evidence that Dilophosaurus could spit poison. That does seem kind of like made up. Yeah. Uh, so that one's not surprising. And the Dilophosaurus was a lot larger than they were portrayed in the Jurassic Park movie. In the book, they were the right size. But in the movie, they're very small. Uh, juvenile. They were they were big creatures. The biggest of the biggest carnivores of their time. The uh, in the early Jurassic, which is like 180 million years ago, let's say. Mm-hmm. They were one of the largest carnivores of their time. Well, how big were they? Do you know? Uh twenty feet. Oh wow. Uh, twenty feet tall, twenty feet long. One of those, <laughs> I think. Uh, no, but they're they're very. Large. So like, because I think I think in, in Jurassic Park they're around like Velociraptor size ish. Yeah, they're small. They're like three feet tall in Jurassic Park. But like in reality, they were like closer to a T Rex than they were a Velociraptor. Eh, I'd say half the size of a T Rex. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Twenty feet might be length, but they are large creatures, um, not small at all. So yeah, it's very cool. And I, I mean, I can go on and on about how cool the Dilophosaurus <laughs> is, but I don't want to bore everyone uh with dilophosaurus facts i will include one though its name means two crested lizard and it has two crests on top of his head wow so its namesake is from the very recognizable two crests on its head nice well i think that pretty much brings us to the end of today's episode is there anything you want to add before we uh wrap up subscribe to my youtube channel it's that e10 guy yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, we had a good long chat about running and cross country today. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought we were going to run out of stuff to say, but we Yeah. We pretty did much it. this entire episode we just chatted about running. Um yeah. hopefully that wasn't too boring, but I had a enjoyable conversation today and yeah, like always, Green Beans is available on uh, the YouTube channel, Green Beans Podcast, and it's also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, tons of other places. And yeah, so thanks for tuning in and uh, hope to you'll be here again next week for the next episode. Bye-bye.